All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Non-Professional Dating Advice. I am your one and only true dating coach. My name is Kyle Brenchley, the host of this show, and I am joined by a very special guest today, Tylan Nelson. Would you like to introduce yourself, Tylan? Uh, yes, I would, Kyle. Uh, like you said, the name is Tylan Nelson. I did bring my own version of the resume couch here last ah. time, so I don't know, maybe just digging that right now. Yes, yeah. That's that's a perfect way. Uh, if, you, if you guys haven't uh, listened to episode one, I kind of just introduced the show here, what we're doing. Um, I am a professional dater of women, <laughs> as, as, as I say. Um, I am as good as they get, is what I'm trying to say. And I actually shared, I, I shared the story where there's this girl on this dating app, that said, like, send your resumes or, like, send, like, your applications. Kind of, you know, just trying to be funny. Like, people do that. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to do this because it was summer and I had nothing better to do. So I did, and I typed it up, and I shared it in the last episode. So go listen to that to get the full deets. But, Tylan, looks like you went out and did one yourself. So share that with us. Yeah, so I listened to Kyle's first episode, and then I'm like, he mentioned the resume, and I'm like, that is funny. I want to, this is right up my alley. I do stuff like this all the time. <laughs> Part of my uh, personality, I guess you could say. Thanks. So yeah, I'm just going to, let's just hop right into it. It's the best way to, for me to really introduce myself, because um, I am a single man, so dating is a big part of my life. So <laughs> if you want to get to know me, this is a great way to do it. <clears throat> um, really quick, I was, I was born and raised in a small town in central Utah called Salina, Utah. Um, but contrary to popular belief, I... If you were to meet me, you would not think I was a hick, even though a lot of people think, well, where are your cowboy boots, you know? That was my favorite, one of my favorite stories about Snow College. It's just like showing up to the ward, telling people where I'm from, and they're like, taken aback, like, what? Where are your cowboy boots, you know? Uh, <laughs> they're, nope. like, they're like, what is this city slicker doing living in Salina, yep. Utah? <laughs> nope. nope, born and raised. <laughs> and then, you know, um, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so I went on a two-year mission after that, after well, after graduating high school, and then I just went to college, Snow College. That's where I met Kyle. Heck yeah! And then now we're up here at USU, so that's pretty cool. We uh we follow each other. We can't we just can't get enough of each other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna hop in right into the resume. Um, read my little statement. A little statement at the top <laughs> it says, "Single man with more than five years of experience and breadth of dating, non-consecutive, because the mission you can't do on the mission, right?" <laughs> and, well. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Um, with more than five years of experience in breadth dating. Emphasis on breadth dating because I've never had a girlfriend. So I only have breadth experience is what I like to call it. Well, well, let me tell you something, Tylan. After, after listening to this podcast and applying my advice, you will have a girlfriend. There we go. You will have many girlfriends. <laughs> plural. You will have girlfriends, plural. Well, I do have a lot of girlfriends. Ah, and, you know, that's the first step. A, yeah, <laughs> that is the first step, indeed. Um, and then it says, involved in the understanding of the game. I think we might, Kelsey, we might dig into that a little later. Yeah, if you want. yeah we might tap into that. Um, developing anti-rejection techniques, very important. Mm. And perfecting the first date, because that's all I'm really good at. <laughs> there you go. Here, t- uh, t- tell us a little bit about perfecting the first date. What do you mean by that? Like, like you have it down to a science, like you got it? Yeah. Like, like, just, like you just... know every step, like step by step, what you do on a first date to make it perfect. I guess I, I, guess I could. Well, see, I have to get this out of the way really quick about anything. Any advice I give, it, you got to keep in mind, dating advice is principle-based. 
So if you and I have the same principles, we're going to agree on dating advice. But if we don't have the same principles, we're not going to agree on dating advice, right? Fair, fair. Because it all depends on your goals when it comes to dating. If your goal is to sleep with women, I am a terrible advice giver. <laughs> if your goal is to get married and have a successful marriage and raise children, I am a great advice giver. <laughs> ah, there you go. So you got to keep that in mind. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, Thailand's perfect, perfecting the first date. You know, it's kind of hard to, like, when we say success in dating, it's, we also have to understand what that is, too, to mm -hmm. us, right? Like I said, if you want to, like, sleep with women, obviously success would be how many women have you slept with? If your definition of success on a date is a kiss, then it's how many people have you kissed, you know? Um, and I, I don't know. Perfecting the first date to me is understanding what is, like, because, you know, like, dating's like a... It's two people's agency at work, right? So it's like, you can only do so much until you become overbearing or creepy, you know? That's true. And then they yes. have to, then, then you have to give it over to the girl. Oh, the ball's in her park now. So <laughs> for me, perfecting the first date means, do I feel comfortable and confident being here, you know? So that's, that's really what it means when I say perfecting the first date. But I am going to say, I believe the perfect first date Involves lots of talking because she's a stranger. You don't get to know her, you know. But I really love just like a classic food date. Mm. You just like go get a treat. Or you can go out to dinner, um, you know. That's, I always do that. That's a great because that way you get your dinner. You know, you both get to eat. Mm -hmm. Check something off the to-do list. Y'all got to eat, right? You know, you get to talk with a cute gal. And then, you know, maybe uh, go for a walk somewhere. Mm. Park's good. Burn, burn off those calories. Yeah, burn off the calories <laughs> you just consumed, you know. I mean, if things are going really well, then, you know, take her to a little more, a nicer spot. You know, I've yeah. got, like, a secret bench here in Logan. Oh. I might reveal the location of that later. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. My little secret, though. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that's perfecting the first date. Perfecting date. the first date. Okay. So, you, you meet all the basic needs. You, you meet, um, you know, humans we need to eat, right? All humans, you know, whether you're extroverted or introverted, need some kind of human interaction. So, an opportunity to talk and connect with somebody. And then we all need to uh, exercise. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, most of my first dates include either, yeah, like grabbing something to eat or like an activity where you can talk, you know? So I'm just going to emphasize the whole point of the first date is to get to know the person. Yeah. So yeah. like I've gone on like, you know, I've taken a girl like out for tennis. Yeah. Tennis is not a great first date. It's a great date. It's not a great first date because there's not a lot of talking going on. That's true because, I mean, you're standing, like, so far apart. And I've done this before where I've done, like, pickleball dates. And, like, you're trying to talk to them, but they're, they're like, they can't hear you. So they're like, what? And yeah. so you have to, like, come up to the net and talk, and then it pauses the game. I mean, which is fine, but there's just better there's better circumstances right. to, to be in. And, and uh, I mean, I, I like keeping my first date simple because... Simple is another thing. Yeah. Don't, like, overinvest. Yeah. yeah, there's no reason. Like, like if, it, if you don't like the girl, you don't vibe, then there's, there's you know. Well, if you, you, like, yeah. bought her flowers and you, like, you know, paid, like, eight bucks to go bowling and then she's not even interested in you, it's like, well, crud, that's a waste of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exact risk, you know. Because, like, if you just go super extravagant and then it doesn't work, oh, wow, crap, well, there, yeah. there it goes down the toilet. I just say that, you know, the, how 
how much, however much you invest in date automatically the investment you have in this girl, right? Yes, exactly. You know, that's why you take your wife skydiving and not your first date, right? Yes, <laughs> first date skydiving. Um, and if you do, um, prove us wrong. We'd love yeah, to be proved she's, wrong. Like, really into skydiving, impressive. Unless she's a professional skydiver, then that'd be kind of fun. But I'm assuming you probably talked a little bit before that, you know. I don't know. You shouldn't assume anything in dating. That's another topic for another day. That's but true, uh, true. back into your uh, resume, tell uh, right. tell us a little bit about your dating experience. It looks like you got a, a similar uh, outline as I had with you know with dating experience. You know, kind of like job experience. You put like your job and how long you were there. Um, with dating, it looks like you uh, you got quite the quite the experience there. Please share. <laughs> yep. Well, we got it from you know most recent to like oldest you know but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go reverse order we're gonna start from oldest dating to newest dating um, I've dated in three cities I guess you could say. wow three cities three areas of my life he's Obviously, a... when I was in high school in Salina Utah went on lots of dates dating was a, was a lot different back then for me <laughs> please share um, you know I wasn't like I wasn't trying to get romantically invested into any uh... relationships because I had this uh, this mission looming over my yes. head. Yes. You know, you have to say goodbye at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're 16, that's the I was honestly, I was honestly the last thing on my mind. I just wanted to get out there and meet cute girls, you know. Um, same when I was 17, 18, I was starting to think like maybe I wanted to get a little romantic, but then I'm like, nah, kind of just have to break <laughs> up, you know. So, I mean, um, so yeah, I got a couple. I just have a couple names. These are all the girls I went on dates with. Um, not not a lot. Not a lot of different girls when I was in Salina. A bunch of the same girls. They were kind of just my friends. Well, I mean, Salina. How many how many people live in Salina? <laughs> Fair point. About 2,500 people. 2,500 people. So, yeah, about, gosh, how many of them would be your age? Well, it's like Maybe about four, a third of them? Yeah, well, <clears throat> 400 in the high school, if we go 50-50, you got 200 girls to choose from. That's okay. all grades. All grades. So so more like maybe one-eighth or I, I, don't, I don't know so the math. Maybe like but in my class, if you want to date my class, I have like 40 girls. To yeah, so a small, small pool. So naturally you would... You know, double dip and uh, <laughs> you know, go back for seconds. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you had to be careful. You can't just be like, "Well, she's never gonna see me again." Oh, she will see. You well, the th day. the thing about those small towns too, like if you and stuff circulates. Really yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you if you do a girl dirty or if something like goes south or sour, like the whole town's gonna know about it. Like yeah. you aren't getting off easy on that. Yeah. So you gotta be very careful. <laughs> Um, we should do an episode on small town dating. We, we should, yeah. That, that that's like that's like specializing in like dating advice is like going into like small town dating. Like, like I feel like that's a specialty field. Yeah, it's a very specialty field. <laughs> we need to bring in like some experts who have like lived in small towns their entire life. Um, and then my next area you could say was uh, Ephraim, Utah. Good old Ephraim. Can we talk about Ephraim, Utah for a little bit? Yeah, Can we talk about the dating scene at Snow College? Um, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So for those of you who are not from Utah, um, Ephraim's kind of a small town like Salina. I think it's a little bigger than Salina. Pop anyway, so there's a college there. It's just a junior college, two-year school, really small. A lot of people don't like know about it. Even like in Utah, they're like Snow College. Like who cares? Anyways, a lot of... The school's mostly made up of 18 and 19 year olds. It's like a very young yeah. school. Um, in the case of Thailand and I, we, we were there when we were a little older because we go, go on on those missions. And so we were 20, 21, you know. But all the girls are 18, 19. So they're fresh out of high school. They don't know 
crap about the world. Yeah, and then you're somebody like me who's like gone to a foreign country, seen a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> and Thailand knows everything about the world. So it's just it's just very interesting because the expectations that they have, and this is not the case for everyone, but for the most part, the expectations yeah. they have are like very not serious. Like they, they just don't take any aspect of dating serious. And so it's hard for hard for you to really find somebody you to like date with. Yeah, nice. yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, that's a little preface preface to E from Utah Snow College dating. Yeah, and if you did start to get serious with anybody, you had them the chance of them going on a mission was very likely. That's true. <laughs> that's true because um, for girls they go when they're nineteen. Guys go eighteen. Girls go nineteen. And so a lot of them would do their two years at Snow College and then be like, "Yeah, I'm going on a mission." And so you'd be like, "All right, well, I just dated you for the last six months for nothing." Like, nothing. like, like obviously it's not for nothing, but it's like. You kind of get tired after a while yeah. dating girls who are just going to leave. After the next step after us, for, well, like I said, my principle is marriage, right? So that's now to the next step after you get home from missions. I'm dating for to find somebody to wife up, you know? Yeah, and carry then, uh, on. Yeah, I've had, uh, had a lot more success up here in Logan. Well, success. <laughs> <laughs> success is a relative word. Success is a relative word. You will have perfect success after this. <laughs> You got nine, and, and, and from our conversation earlier, before we started airing this, there's at least two more ladies who aren't on this list. Who aren't on, yeah, there's two new developments since uh-huh. I made this, so. And there could be more. <laughs> there, there, there definitely could be more, absolutely. Well, very nice, very nice. It looks like you have a lot of dating experience. I, I just think it's really interesting to look at people's dating experience. I used to be a lot more serious about my dating as well. I, leaning on the more side of eligible. But now at this point, you realize it's all about networking. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. if she's not into me, her friend that I met last nice. week might be. So just throwing that out there. You know, maybe we can, um, in a later episode, we can talk about um, the the green lights and the red lights of, of going after former Ooh. former dates friends. Because I, I have a few instances where, where, where we can talk about that. And uh, I think that's a good topic for later. Switching from the one roommate to the other roommate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do we do there? (laughs) Find out in a future episode. Um, Skill number one, I'm great at moving on. Um, Don't have to worry about me getting attached until, like, after the second date. Like, for reals. Just throwing that out there. Um, Humor. Um, My kind of humor, I call it situational humor. If you come up to me and say, tell me a joke, I got nothing. (laughs) But uh, if we get talking for a little bit, I'll find my... Quippy. Let's put it that way. Quippy. Like, uh-huh, that kind of humor. <laughs> I, I have a question, though. How many how many people come up to you on a daily basis and say, hey, tell me a joke? Uh, <laughs> more than you would think. More than you think. Okay. Or, it, you know, you tell people you're funny, and then they ask Oh, uh, there we go. There we they go. they say, well, tell me a joke. And it's like, well, I can tell you a lame dad joke. Yeah, I'm like, uh, joke. Uh, I don't know. You know. Where, where's, where's the Laffy Taffy rapper? I'll just share one of those, you know. <laughs> a, lot of my, yeah, a lot of the humor is in, like... I just like expression. Yeah. Situation. I like to call it situational. You know, it's like only you know when a girl stumbles on her words, that's a great opportunity to like have some humor. Yeah, tease her a little bit. Tease her a little bit. That's my favorite kind of humor. I have I put I put spreadsheets on here. Spreadsheets. Yeah. You, you you're trying to pick up chicks with spreadsheets? No, no. Please no, share. No, please, no, no, no. please share. I was just this. Is, I made this with my friends and my family, and they're all just like, you're very like organized. You like have these spreadsheets. <laughs> Organized, which is very true. Which is very true. Very organized, systematic kind of person. I have a question. Do you have a spreadsheet of all the girls you've dated and you've like 
put them into different categories. Not that advanced. I, however, when I did, when I had to do my dating experience, I did go through like, I had to, like, I did make a list. A list. I had to, I, you know, just brainstorm like, oh, who have I gone on dates with? You know, had to go back in the phone numbers. Ooh. That kind of stuff. That was a fun experience. Yeah. No, I bet. Good. Good. Good uh, nostalgia trip down memory lane. Down memory lane, you know, thinking, oh, what went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a few tears shed and uh, a few phone calls made. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Uh, I've got tact on here. If you're unaware what tact is, it's a uh, you know just kind of like diffusing situations. Mm, tactical. Yeah, you want to you know as a as a person you want to like tell people how you feel. You want to stand up for what's right, but you want to do it in a respectful manner. Yeah. You know, if you're going to call somebody out, call them out in private, you know, rather yeah. than in public. People like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Tact. <laughs> you heard it first. Tact. Um, put on here fashion. Um, that is new to me, relatively to my age. Like, if you were to look at my pictures when I was in high school, you'd be like, yeah, right. Buddy. You'd be like, your fashion is not... But I went not... to Europe, ladies and gentlemen, and now... <laughs> <laughs> Any man that goes and to Europe and comes back a changed man, like, you know he's dressing well. Yes. You just know. Now it's a hobby. Now it's, yeah, I could tell you all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so you don't need to dig too far into that. You know, maybe that's, a, maybe that's even another topic we can talk about is um, presentation. how presentation, yeah, how presentation um, fits into dating and how it works with attraction and, and different things like that. I mean, no, look, at, look at what your host is wearing, you know? I mean, as a professional, do you think I'm going to show up in baggy sweatpants and, you know, a T-shirt? You know? Actually, when Kyle set up this uh, interview, he said, he said, bring something, what did you say, that shows off your personality? Yes, I, I, said, I said, wear something, like, wear your favorite outfit, something that shows off your personality. That's exactly what I wore. I wore, like, one of my favorite things to wear. So, there you go. You know, I'll put on my best watch. And that kind Ooh. Of All right, um, art, um, videography, um, that's more of a joke. Um, I do have my own little mini-series on Instagram. He does. It's <laughs> very good. Go check it out. It's called Projects. It's called Projects. You can just go follow me on Instagram. Yeah. I just get more followers that way. So. What, what, what you should do, so yeah. So he it's wants on, me to turn it into a YouTube channel, which you, I agree. You should, you know. Any, any content creator knows that the more platforms their content is on, the more reach they'll get. The more reach you'll you get. You know, because how many people follow you on Instagram? You know, maybe like 300, 400? There. YouTube, how many people use YouTube a day? Probably millions. millions. Maybe even billions that, that might be a stretch a but lot. still like because because i have a youtube channel and and while it hasn't reached like the world by any means right. so there was a video i made i think it got was it 600 views or something 700 i think it was 700 views or something and that's just like like just random people you know 700 views that's nothing come on that's compared to nothing taylor swift has a video with like 35 billion views or something like that yeah but for us like low folk but yeah, you know, like the common folks, 700 views still, so. It's like more people than you like have, like I said, that's more people you have than you have on Facebook. You're like, wow. True, true. Anyways, Anyways. He, 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 he should put it on YouTube, but. I should. But I do enjoy, um, like, I did take a photography class when I was doing all those art classes, so it's something like yeah. that. It's not a hobby by any means, but I do like enjoy it. It's fun. It's fun. It's really fun. It is really fun. Yeah. Um, problem solving. That's why I'm an engineer. <laughs> I had a, a little problem just barely. I helped Kyle solve Yeah, it. true, true. We had some technical issues. Not really technical uh, it was more so with the tripod, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so. he fixed it. Um, tools, um, well, that's because of my work and my upbringing. So, I mean, just growing up, my dad had like a little wood shop, and he's always really good at tools. Just like, he, he works on cars, builds like furniture, does all the little fix things around mm -hmm. the house, and I just kind of grew up with that. 
And uh, now my job, I'm a renovator for the university. So you know, any classroom that you know want, they want new carpet, they want new whatever, I go in and help make it happen. He's your guy. Now, I know ladies, they don't like tools, like guys who act like tools, but they do like handy men. They do like handy men, and that's so exactly what I am. They, they like guys who know how to use tools, but who aren't tools themselves. Right. So. Um, intelligence, I do just like, I'm, I'm in school, so, and I do like just doing little side projects, just talking yeah. about random things, so we got to put that on there. Um, discipline, yeah, we're working on that. We're working <laughs> on there. <laughs> I would say determination is a better word to describe me. Like, I don't like do things perfect, but I'm always trying. Hey, discipline, determination, same thing, yeah. right? I've heard it both ways. Both ways right? <laughs> um, showmanship, um, I put that on there, like... <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like a little show? I mean, come if on. If you were to follow me around, you'll notice I just do, like, just things that don't need to be done. I just but I do, do things. Like, when I open a door, you know, I'll, like... Fling it open. <laughs> rather than just open it, you know? Or, like, when I go to, like, throw away something, rather than, like, putting in the trash, I'll try and, like, give it a little flick, you know? I'm just, like, always trying to look so, like, smooth. You know? <laughs> I was, I also was an actor um, mm. growing up. I did plays all through middle school and high school. So that's where it comes from. Mm, yeah. By all means. Um, respect. I love to respect people, and I love to be respect. I mean, who and, doesn't? Right. Who doesn't? Well, some people don't like to respect. That's true. But they, yet they want to be respected. Yeah, the irony. The irony of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Cherry on top, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Gotta Cherry, put that out there for Cherries on top. I know where my principles and my goals are at. I had to put that there. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you are a very skillful man. And obviously these skills have helped you with your dating experience. Yeah, that's how professionals became professionals. Exactly. Um, next reward, we got the Best Dressed Award. Like Ooh. I said, talk to the friends, talk to the family, talk to any of the dates I've gone on. Like they will tell you who's well dressed. You you are. Yes. Consi you consistently dress well. I consistently dress well. I didn't used to, and then I went to Europe. And <laughs> well, Europe changes you. Go changes go to Europe. Two, 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 two things so far. Listen to episode one and future podcast episodes. Go to Europe. <laughs> those, those are your action items so far. We'll, we'll have some more for you later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you where to go to Europe, actually, real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people want to go to Greece. Go to the country just north of it. It's called Albania. Same stuff. A heck of a lot cheaper. Just throwing that out. <laughs> All right. Um, next award. I won it two years in a row. I was actually really proud of that. Two years back to back. Back to back. The Smooth as Silk Award. Ooh. Smooth as Silk. Smooth. Had some smooth. Mr. I've done some smooth things in my Mr. life. Mr. Smooth. Yeah, how are you smooth? Okay. It's, it's as smooth as silk, so how are you smooth as silk? Smooth as silk. Well, like I said, silk this goes smooth. back to, this goes back to t the tact, right? Ah. This goes back to, like, the showmanship, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'm always looking for, like, new ways to, like, you know, talk to girls. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just experiment. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. That's all part of the experience. <laughs> Trial and error. Trial and error. So, here, I'll, I'll, explain, I'll explain one to you. This is a, this is a good one. Pretty proud of it. It's pretty, it's pretty smooth. Okay. So, um, I am the setting, the institute. Have you talked about what that is? I actually did explain the institute last episode, oddly enough. Ah, so maybe we'll just say, we won't explain it, and we'll just convince you to go watch the last episode. Yeah, if you really want to know what the institute is, go listen to episode one. Anyways. Anyways, I'm at the institute. I'm waiting for my class to start. I'm just doing some studying at a table similar to this. Okay, maybe a little bigger. And there's like four chairs. 
at this table. I'm just studying, got my headphones in, you know, going to town. And then next thing you know, somebody sits down in front of me. It's not just somebody, it's a cute gal. And, you know, I'm just like, oh, dang it. This is kind of, you know, this is frustrating because we're in a quiet environment. Everybody else around me is studying. Um, you know, and what I want more than anything is to just talk to her. You know, that's all I want. If we get a number, we get a number. But uh, I just want to talk because that's where it starts, right? But, you know, it's, it's hard because, like I said, quiet environment. She's got her headphones in. I've got mine in. I'd have to really go out of my way, and it might not work out. High risk, okay? It's a high-risk environment for an interaction. So I do a low-risk way of approaching. I don't know where it came from. Just inspiration out of my head. <laughs> I went. I went back to the the good old note passing. Only it wasn't a note passing. It was like a, I had. I just pulled out one of my spare notebooks, and I wrote at the top. I just said, "Hey, I'm Ty. You know, nice to meet you." Something like that. And I just like, you know, with my showmanship and my tact, I just slid it across the table to her, and then she like, and then I just like went back to doing my thing. <laughs> wrote on it. You like pretend like you didn't write the note. You're just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, like I didn't, I didn't send that note. Even though you're like super nervous, yeah. you're, you're like sweating. You're just like, yep, yep. <sighs> she writes on there, hey, my name is blank. You know, just call her Juliet or something like that. You know, that good, that's a good name, right? And then from there, I just like, you know, I explain the situation on the paper. I'm just like, I'd love a chance to talk to you. You know, even though. I don't, want to, you know, I don't want to disrupt the environment, and uh, there's a fair chance I'll never see you again, you know, and then I, and it's like, just, uh, basically, you know, and then I had to, you know, do the, I don't know, deliver the line, right? Gonna get your number. Did that. Boom. I got it. Wow. Who knew writing out, because, like, I feel like in, like, movies you see, like, the notes, it's like, hi, and then it's like, hi, you're cute. You're, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's like one or two words. Homeboy here, when he, he got a whole notebook out and he wrote, sort of like multiple sentences at times a, too. A, a sentence. A sentence. I don't remember the whole thing. And uh, and it worked. it worked. Wow! Think outside of the box. <laughs> Just experiment. <laughs> Trial and well. error. Yeah. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it doesn't. But hey, yeah. that's how you learn. Now I've got that one in my back pocket for. It's very specific situations. It's a great. Let's just say you want to go study at the library, but you also want to pick out some chicks. Maybe just go like uh, I don't know. That one's kind of hard, you know, because you don't want to just like sit down and she's be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, if they're like in a booth, not a good place. But if they're like in a big table, perfect place. Mm, it's all about analyzing the situation. Yeah, there you go. Pulling out the right tools mm. for the situation. Yeah, and 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 you know, this might sound daunting or a little scary to some of the, the listeners. But don't worry, like, well, as you listen, you'll, you'll kind of learn, and I'll, like, I'll invite you to do things, and once you apply them, it won't be as scary anymore. Just from a personal experience, like, when I was in high school, I was not as confident as I appear or seem. Um, it has definitely just come with time. Time. Like I said, experimentation. Guys, you got to embrace the ups and downs. Oh, yeah. A lot of ups and downs. A lot of ups and downs. Well, there you go, Mr. Smooth, two years in a row. Wow. Hmm. That is hard to beat. I think girls girls like a smooth guy, you know. But not like not like one that like tries too hard to be smooth. Does that make sense? Well, nobody likes to try hard. Yeah. Cuz like 
you can tell like oh he's like he's like trying to be smooth like you know what I mean whereas like Thailand here you don't win it two years in a row trying to be smooth like like you are smooth that's like why you win because you are not because you try right do or do not there is no try Yoda's telling us here that you're either smooth or you're not you, you can't try to be smooth you know so but that's why I got the award you're right I am smooth just straight up Straight up. Straight up. If you want to be smooth, then go out there and try and be smooth. But I promise you, you're not going to win the smoothest. <laughs> Thailand is the smoothest in the land, ladies and gentlemen. And honestly, like to any listeners who find these stats, for lack of a better term, it's a great term. alluring, <laughs> Thailand has more to share. We are going to talk about some of his interests and love languages. And, um, yeah, I think there's a lot more that we're going to discover about Thailand here. So tell us, tell us. Let's, let's pretend, let's make this a little fun. Let's pretend, like, you're speed dating and there's a, there's a, girl, there's a girl right over here. Her name is Sally. And she wants to know some of your interests. What, uh, what would you tell her? Okay. Well, Sally, I am very interested in the outdoors. My favorite activity is camping because you, you can just like set up a base camp and go do anything you want. That's why I love camping. Um, let's see, Sally, I'm a very active kind of man. I love to play sports. But not, unlike Kyle, I'm not really into watching them. I just like to participate in them. But I participate in just about all of them. One sport I'm not very good at is basketball. But uh, my favorites are soccer and baseball, probably. And Ultimate Frisbee is my favorites. Now, uh, this is kind of a, uh, it's a unique um, interest I have, whitewater rafting. It's a unique interest. Um, I, am, I am certified to guide a raft on a very specific river. That's how certifications work. You have to be certified per river. Mm. So if you go to a different river to raft, you have to be certified on that river. Yeah. But that's due to my, my past summer job. I worked at a place that did that, and now it's an interest and hobby of mine. And then uh, I love I love the I love the wording I put on this one aquatic parkour. <laughs> aquatic parkour, please, please tell Sally more. Isn't that like that's an alluring title? Yeah, Sally's like a parkour. I mean, I aquatic. Do, I, like in the summer summertime, my favorite thing to do is you just go to the res, you know, you go to a lake, and you just gotta find some cliffs, and then you can just go climb up on those cliffs and just do your back flips, your front flips, your swan dives, your whatever you want to do off of them. It's a great time. So, so some 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 people call this cliff jumping. Cliff jumping. You call it aquatic, aquatic hardcore. hardcore. <laughs> I like I like your because name better. It's not limited to cliffs. Like I've done the same stuff off of docks and boats and fair. That kind fair of enough. Stuff. Yeah. So fair. All encompassing. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's a fun. It's a fun. It's a fun word. It's a fun phrase. I guess. It is. Um, and then I'm also a creative, as well. Um, I'm always. It can be anything from like a piece of furniture to something like this. <laughs> well, very nice. Yeah. No. I think I think anybody with a head on their shoulders likes somebody that has interests and hobbies. I think one of the biggest turnoffs and red flags. And again, I think maybe we can spend a whole episode. Maybe not even a whole episode. We could talking about red flags and and talking about you know dangers and in um in dating but one of the biggest red flags for me is when somebody doesn't have any hobbies or like they don't know like worse yet when they're not 
they don't like say what they're interested in with passion. Yeah, yeah. They get excited about. It. Yeah, like like when you're talking to someone who's like, what, what do you like to do? And they're like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You don't know. Like you uh, get down here with your nine to five. You get down with school. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean. What are you working towards? I don't know. I just don't like the answer. I don't know. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, that uh, it's very important. Very important. And you have some very. You're a very interesting person, Tyler. And your interests are very interesting. Wouldn't you agree, Sally? Yeah, she's nodding her head. <laughs> she's interested, and she she wants to know what your uh, your love languages are. Tell us oh, a little bit sorry. about that. Wow. Um, from what I know about love languages, and um, as an expert, I know as much as one can know, right? <laughs> so there's 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 five basic love languages, right? You know, there's yes. uh, the basic ones are quality time, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, and um, gift giving or receiving gifts. So um, everybody kind of ranks theirs, you know. I it, yeah, if you take a test, that's how they do it. Yeah, they just kind of rank to see which ones. Like, everybody, everybody likes receiving gifts. Yeah. But it's just like, if I had to choose between receiving a gift or doing X or receiving X, then I would, you know, that's where love languages come from. Like, yeah. Yeah. You it's know, a, you've all heard the story where it's like, you know, the wife's um, love language is quality time. The man's love language is receiving gifts. So he spends all his time at work so he can save up for this nice gift for his wife when all she really wants to do is just spend time with him. Yeah. And then there's conflict. We, so that's kind of where it comes into play. Yeah, we we want to eliminate conflict. So, mm-hmm. so how what uh, in what categories do you express your love the most? So, I retook the test just to be sure. Mm-hmm. I kind of already knew this, but I retook the test <laughs> sure, right? And uh, number one is quality time for Tyler. I just that's what it is. You know, if you are ever if you ever meet me and you're pondering, are Tyler and I like tight? Are we cool with each other? Just ask yourself, how many hours have I spent with Tyler this week? If the answer is zero, we are not tight. <laughs> Sorry. Because I'm spending time with people who want to be around me. I'm spending time with people I want to be around. That's just how it works, you know. I mean, obviously, it's like school. But, like, look at the weekends. Like, do, we, do I hang out with Ty? Yeah, it's like, I mean, most people, I would say, don't just sit around and do nothing with their lives, right? They're out working or school or, or, or traveling or whatever it is. And the people that they make time for, like, I think it's pretty obvious how important you are to them. Mm-hmm. So quality time yep. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second love language um, is physical touch. Yes, that is, I think that's my second one, too. And that one, that one's my second one. Like, I'm, more, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm already a pretty friendly guy. Yeah. You know, I love, the, I love getting, giving people taps on the shoulder, and I love, I don't know. I do like physical touch. <laughs> but when it comes to, like, I'm um, dating and love and all that kind of stuff, I just think of, like, the people I'm, like, most, like, I give the most physical touch to, you know? Like, because I don't have a girlfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's like my family. Family are the ones that I, like, hug the most. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's, like, that's my way of, like, distinguishing, like, people I'm friends with, girls, talking about girls, mm-hmm. between, like, my, my dating people, right? Because girls I date. Girls that I'm friends with and the girls I date, well, they're kind of the same. They bleed over. Right? Yeah. But it's like, that's how I show the girls I date that I'm into you. Yeah, it's like a an indication that you're more than yeah. a friend, you know? Like, I, 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 very, I pretty, have you. I'm pretty selective about my physical yeah. touch. I don't just uh, hold anybody's hand. Yeah, he's not just, you know, running around um, 
you know, hugging everybody, right? Well, everybody deserves a hug. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Everybody does deserve a hug. But, well, well, you know, we, we can get into the types of hugs, right? You know, but just your classic. Sorry. Classic, quick. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets one of those. Um, before we move on, on 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 physical touch, I again, I'm not uh, I'm not a psychologist or I'm not a scientist. I mean, I guess you can say I'm a scientist of love or a psychologist <laughs> of love. But there's there's actually studies that have been done. Yeah, yeah, I got an A in biology, so back off. Uh, that show that physical touch it actually releases some kind of um, chemical reaction inside oh, your body absolutely. or something like that um, that like goes to your brain and like makes you happier. Again, I'm using very lame layman terms, you know. <laughs> I'm sure there's like better explanation, but I think there's a lot of power in physical touch, especially when it comes to somebody who you're intimate with or someone that you have that connection with. I think people who have a healthy physical touch relationship are generally happier. I like physical touch. I mean, who, who doesn't? But. I mean, we both have it as number two. There you go. Um, third one is acts of service. And that really just like, honestly, I, I don't know. For me, it's, I, it's quality time. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, acts of service, like if somebody does something for me, I'm like, oh. You're like, oh, thanks, man. You're like, only my friends and family do that, you know? So it's like, if you, like, just serving me, I'm just like, well, I, I always, I like to have to return the favor, of course, you know? That builds our bond, and, you know, it's very important in any love relationship is acts of service, you know? But for me, it's number three. Uh, number two, words of affirmation. Gotta love the compliments. Compliments are the best. Um, but, you know, a lot of people... I like I like to see more than you know. It's like it's not what they say; it's what they do. That's mm. why words of affirmation are yeah. a little lower. You know, they, I mean, people can say things, but it's what it's what their actions tell you. Yeah, that's where the quality time and acts yeah. of service take precedence. That's fair. And I'm the same way. You know, it's like I'd rather show people that I love them than tell them that I love yeah. them. You know, my favorite way to tell my friends. I don't. I actually don't use the word "I love you" a lot. Um, I usually reserve that for like my family. Yeah. Uh, my friends, I will just like compliment. Like, you were just the best. <laughs> you, sir, are just the best. The best you know. And the last one is receiving gifts. Again, everybody likes receiving gifts, but if that's, like, the only way you're trying to, like, it just feels like you're trying to brag me, you know? If you, yeah. If, it's that, if that's your only way of, like, uh, showing love, you know? It's like, what do you, like, you're like, do you want something, you know? But yeah. like I said, everybody likes receiving gifts, but mine's just on the bottom. That's not how you show it, how you love them. Yeah, for me... Um, I'll just mention this a little bit. I don't want to, I mean, it's a whole nother rabbit hole jumping down love languages and, and we'll, we'll, we'll tackle this in a, in a future episode. But I feel like when it comes to a relationship, personally, I feel like I don't need to give a gift to let the person know I love them. Does that make sense? Like, since quality time is actually my first one too and physical touch, like I feel like my quality time and, and the way I treat them and the way I am just the way I am around them like they should know I love them that way like I don't need to like buy them something fancy and vice versa like I don't need someone to buy me something fancy to know you know what I mean so but it's different for everybody I mean it's it's quite interesting if you're if you're number one is receiving gifts don't don't be ashamed yeah no not at all not at all like I said we're all different but I that's why that's why love languages are are important you know because if you just think if like somebody's like if their main love language is receiving gifts and they're like, you know, with their like boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, you know, and they're just, they hang out a lot, but he's never like bought her flowers. Yeah. Never like, 
taking her out to a nice dinner or anything like that. And she's like, the freak, this guy don't love me. <laughs> when his love language all along has been quality time. Yeah. It's, it's very important. And, and I, I guess our, our third invitation for you today is to, is to go find out what your love language is. Yeah, go know, go take this test. They're, they're all over the internet. They're free. Um, they're free. Yeah, just like search love language and just really figure out. I mean, you probably already know, but it doesn't hurt to take the test. And just uh, just figure out what it is. Confirm it. Yeah, yeah. So so go and do that again. Again, watch. I guess watch. Watch watch or listen. It's on Spotify and on YouTube. Number two, go to Europe. Go to Europe. (laughs) Get 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 some fashion tips from the Europeans, especially the Albanians. The Albanians. And then three, go take a love language test. Figure out what your uh, love language is. And uh, well, thank you so much, Thailand, for sharing your resume. Like this is great. Like like should we make copies? Like like, like, I guess, I, I guess, comment down below. Like, if you want, to, uh, if you want, to, uh, unless you're listening to this, I guess. Well, I guess you can't comment on Spotify. Mm. Like the video on YouTube too, because I'm putting this on YouTube. But uh, yeah, that's that's quite, quite the profile. Yeah. There you have it, Tylan Nelson in the flesh. And honestly, guys, like, one last tip for you before we uh, conclude here. Both him and I made these like applications these resumes and it's just kind of a fun silly thing to do when it comes to dating find fun silly ways to enjoy dating if that makes sense right yeah that is one of my principles of success when it comes to dating am i having fun yeah like if you're not having fun you're doing something wrong you're doing everything wrong if yeah, you're not having that's fun. right that's a point of dating i mean there's it might be a mindset yeah mindset shift um, you might need to date different women. That could honestly be <sighs> Yeah, that, whew, that's something we could explore, too. The kind of... We have a lot to there's, there's a lot of... Like I said in the first episode, there's just so much to talk about. And um, if there's specific things you guys want to hear, I guess let me know. Check out my YouTube channel and uh, comment down below. Give us a like, uh, subscribe if you want, and um, get ready for some more professional dating advice. Actually, non-professional dating advice. I... I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, yeah, this has been non-professional dating advice. I think we'll call it a wrap here, and we'll tackle some some more things later. Kyle Brinchley, your host as always. Tylan Nelson here as our special guest. We might see him again in the future. I mean, I mean, if you guys still want to be on the show, like I, I got a friend who wants to zoom in, so we'll we'll bring people on. So um, just let me know. Comment down below, and uh, we'll make yeah. it happen. Comment if you want to see Ty the co-host. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, if this video gets, <laughs> if this video gets ten likes, <laughs> oh. I I know uh, I uh, I watch this guy named Brent Rivera and he's always like if this video gets five hundred thousand likes, <laughs> but uh, f- for 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 realistic purposes we'll say ten likes, then Thailand will will reappear on this show guaranteed. guaranteed? Wow. <laughs> Again, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening and or watching or listening. And uh, we'll catch you later. Toodles.